Welcome to This is America in VOA Special English. I'm Faith Lapidus. And I'm Doug Johnson. American popular music changed forever 50 years ago when Barry Gordy Jr. started a record company in Detroit, Michigan. It grew to become one of the most successful black-owned businesses in the United States. This week on our program, we explore the music of Motown. From Senegal, West Africa, to St. Louis, Missouri, thanks to Catherine Dunham for giving my pops his glory. He came down with his drum and a dream to change the world in a free, uplifting world. And that's all he ever want. Mom came a little after, gave birth to my brother. And then all of the pressure made them fight one another. You see, the pain will never last. Did the best with what they had. He knew the world was out for grabs. That was Universal Motown artist Akon singing the title song from his latest album, Freedom. The company is now part of the Universal Music Group with headquarters in New York City. It observed Motown's 50th anniversary in January with ceremonies at the Motown Historical Museum in Detroit. The museum includes the original apartment and recording studio that Barry Gordy called Hitsville, USA. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio, is celebrating the record company's anniversary all year with a new exhibit, Motown. The Sound of Young America Turns 50. It is displaying instruments, clothing, programs, recordings, and other objects from Motown's many successful singers and groups. One of these was The Miracles, led by singer Smokey Robinson. The group had Motown's first big hit in 1960, Shop around. And then she said, Just because you become a young man now, there's still some things that you don't understand now. Before you ask some girl for a hand now, keep your freedom for as long as you can now. My mama told me, You better shop around. Barry Gordy had worked in many jobs before starting Motown Records. He had written and sold a few songs, but he wanted more control over his product. He also wanted to create what he called a hit factory, 
an idea he got from working for the Ford Motor Company. He took other ideas from the American auto industry too. The name Motown, for example, is another form of Detroit's nickname, the Motor City. And his quality control system at Motown was like a similar system in car factories. It included weekly meetings, where company officials worked together to make recordings and marketing decisions. But Motown created more than records. It also designed the artists' live performances, and it taught them how to sing, dance, walk, talk, and dress. Motown is known for its special sound that was influenced by jazz, gospel, and rhythm and blues. It also used different sound effects. Motown's first recording studio included an echo chamber. This echo effect can be heard on the recording of this huge hit for the Supremes in 1964. Where did our love go? Motown was at the height of its success in the 1960s. One reason was because the company permitted people to be creative. They were not afraid to make mistakes. The songs were simple and easy to understand. They were recorded with excellent backup singers and musicians. One of the most successful Motown groups of the 1960s was the Temptations. Here they sing one of their hits, "Ain't Too Proud to Beg." I know you wanna leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I have to beg, plead for your sympathy, I don't mind, 'cause you mean that much to me. Many of Motown's hit records were written and produced by a team of three men: Brian Holland, Lamont Dozier, and Eddie Holland. The three were known as H.D.H. 
Holland, Dozier, and Holland left Motown in 1968. The three men were not satisfied with their earnings. Motown took legal action, accusing them of violating songwriting agreements. The three then accused Motown of dishonesty and violating their business relationship. This legal battle continued for years before being settled out of court. It was just one example of problems at the company. Some artists questioned what they were being paid. For example, Gladys Knight and the Pips left Motown in 1973 because they never felt completely accepted by the company. One of their big Motown hits was "I Heard It Through the Grapevine." Barry Gordy moved Motown headquarters to Los Angeles, California, in 1972. The company started producing television shows and movies. At the same time, Motown was developing new acts. One of the most successful was the Family Group, called the Jackson Five. Their first single record reached number one. In 1970, here it is. I want you back. Another extremely successful Motown singer was Marvin Gaye. He recorded and wrote music for Motown artists for 20 years. In 1971, his album "What's Going On" used jazz and classical music to create songs that explored social issues. Here is Marvin Gaye singing the title song. Mother, mother, there's too many of you to cry. 
brother, brother, brother There's far too many of you dying You know we've got to find a way To bring some loving here today Father, Father We don't need to escalate War is not the answer For only love can comprehend Another important longtime Motown artist is Stevie Wonder. Motown signed him to his first contract at the age of 12. One of Stevie Wonder's big hits was Superstition. Very superstition Motown was in financial trouble. Barry Gordy finally sold the company in 1988. He reportedly said at the time that Motown had lost the spirit it had during its time in Detroit. But he and others say Motown will always be remembered for its historic influence on American popular music. Our program was written by Nancy Steinbach and produced by Katie Weaver. I'm Doug Johnson. And I'm Faith Lapidus. Join us again next week for This is America in VOA Special English. Hey.